Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with your open phones for you the rest of the show, 489-1240-800-825-5865, or can just jump in the stream, Hail Varsity YouTube channel or the Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Give that a follow. That's Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt at Herbal Essence on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio. So uh, a lot to talk about here with quarterbacks and tears and visits and kicking tires and uh, discussions going on and on three report out that Kyle McCord, several schools in mind that thinks would be a, a great fit for him. He's a Philadelphia native. And, of course, Nebraska, uh, again, Peron 3 and McCord are talking. Well, and, and that's been kind of assumed today with the flight tracker information. There's not much other reason for Satterfield to go from Waco to Columbus, like you think you're going to go hire Ryan Day as an offensive coordinator? Doesn't make much sense. Like, like that—that's the the name that makes sense to go out there. And, and I to, had to prep to go hire Ryan Day as offensive coordinator. No, no, yes. no, no, no. Yes, no. it does. <laughs> no, Kyle McCord. Um, but I had to make sure to preface the segment, Schmitty, with the uh, the intro that says we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Schmitty's a great guy; doesn't have a brain. I just talk whenever you point at me. So I had to make sure we preface this entire conversation with that. Like, that's what the transfer portal is, is stuff happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times, and there was a, a report out on Twitter today from a, uh, a high-level Division One Power 5 coordinator where he talked about the appeal of the portal is you don't have to go deal with all these recruits that are going to give you the runaround, and hey, they're just going to use your name for clout because they want the other schools to see, oh, Nebraska offered you, so now you're going to get schools close to home it's, offering it's a, it. It's a double-edged sword, brother, because you're right. And you showed me that that coordinator. And listen, there are guys who love recruiting. There are guys who tolerate recruiting. And there are guys who hate recruiting. And the way of the world in college football right now, uh, it is turned from recruiting high school quarterbacks to possibly getting someone more polished that someone else is either taken some bad habits and made them worse or taken some bad habits and made them good. All shapes and sizes, right, in the portal with what you're getting at quarterback. How can you enhance to supplement your football team at that position? Well, and that's, that's what I'm saying here with kind of this, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. We, we, we have some information. Yeah. And, and we, we know what we're talking about. I'm being dramatic when I say that. But this is what the portal is. is it's very fast moving. You have guys that enter their name into the portal on the 4th of December, they want to have a new stop by the time January rolls around so they can get in for spring football, they can be practicing. They don't have the time to give coaches the runaround. They don't have time to tell coaches, you know what, I'm interested, and at the end of the day, they're not. They're going to give you that straight answer, and you know what, Marcus Satterfield, Nebraska coaching staff, they might be flying to Columbus today, and, and Kyle McCord might say, ah, thanks, but no thanks. He's going to shoot you straight. For all we know, that might be what that conversation is. So I want to make sure this conversation is prefaced in that way, that just because Nebraska is going and visiting a kid, doesn't mean that that kid's interested in Nebraska. Well, just because Nebraska's kicking the tires be a... doesn't mean this guy's at the top of Nebraska's big board. The transfer portal 
happens very quickly. Nebraska's done their evaluation. Now you're going out and you're finding who's really interested, who just returned a phone call to be nice. You're going to go out and do all these things. No, you're going to get a yes. Quickly. You're, you're going to get a yes. Come visit me. Let's talk. All right. You're, you're Nebraska. You're Matt Rule. You're Satterfield. And uh, I'm intrigued if I'm McCord. Uh, apparently, you just went 11-1. and one. You, you beat Penn State. You beat Notre Dame. You lost by a touchdown, right, to Michigan. You had a, a tough day with an interception. You're also a five-star that didn't start as a freshman. You're also a five-star that had to wait till this year, your, your, your true junior season, as he's part of the 2021 class. Good for him not leaving till now. And the guy put his time in, and they had some pretty some damn good quarterbacks at Ohio State. So yeah, Devin Brown, you had Keenholz, you, Tristan Jebbia, uh-huh. <laughs> good old Tristan, pulling the Tommy uh, Tommy boy seven year plan, baby. <laughs> so listen, at quarterback, the most important thing for me is get it right. If you're Nebraska, find someone better than you have. Let that projection that's better than you have win the job in a true competition or make it clear as day, plain as day, that, uh, all right, it's, it's going to be a battle to the death. Not literally, but it's going to be a battle and the best man will win and your job is to be a, a really good teammate and be a ready backup in the Big Ten where people go to get beat up and get injured. Okay, that that's that's what you're going to need from your quarterback room now, and that's what you're going to need from your quarterback room. You're trying to you're to to add to, and that message has got to be loud and clear and agreed upon by the quarterback that's here. You don't run off guys that could have won ball games for you or can win ball games for you, and uh, you don't not go take somebody in because you don't want to worry about chasing somebody off. It is so delicate, but you got to be right this time you got to be right this time because you're gonna have a better offensive line you have more options at running back you're gonna have a year two of young really fast talented wide receivers you're gonna have a lot of defense back you're gonna have a hell of a schedule and it's year two and this fan base while loving and supportive are ready for a bowl game end of discussion be right get it done and if that means going to ohio state talking to mccord I'm quite frankly shocked that Nebraska is in position based on what their offense is. If I'm a quarterback looking at what this offense is, it's a hell of a pitch Nebraska must be making. But you have the, the element of Nebraska is a Big Ten school. Oh, Nebraska's sure. got facilities. But you just went 11-1 and one at Ohio State. Should, should there be a line of people out the door? Ohio State clearly is like, I mean, Ohio State, how many guys have they lost? Like 15, four and five stars? People are running for the portal. And the element that I think a lot of schools have to consider with Kyle McCord, and we'll get to Steven on the phone lines here in just a second, is that element of did they go 11-1 because of Kyle McCord or did they go 11-1 in spite of Kyle McCord? I don't think he was an in spite of. Do you? I don't think he was a because of either. Well, he had had a lot of – he he did not crash the Porsche very often, as Searles said. No, he had Marvin Harrison Jr., he had Trey Anderson. He didn't crash the Porsche, but he didn't take it above the speed limit either. No, but he was in that game. He had a bad pick that was a tipped ball against Michigan. You know, the defense allowed, what, almost 30 points? I got to go back and look at the score, but 
You know what? It was not just him. He uh, played. He played well enough to win. I, I just want to make sure that the folks at home though know. Whenever Nebraska goes out and visits Kyle McCord, Nebraska's at the first date. That's where they're at right now they in got, the process. They're speed dating, and they got it. Eh, sure. Yeah, and, and you got the first date. I've been on plenty of first dates and never gotten a second date. You know. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna tell myself in, here. I want to get into that at, at five forty. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to Hale Varsity. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, you kind of stole a little bit of my thunder there on on McCord, and I'm just wondering, do you suppose that because of the Michigan loss, there's pressure to leave, or coaching staff said, hey, we think this other guy's going to start in front of you, and you just got to wonder, you know, why somebody that's at a program like that, you know, is is looking to leave, or is it? All nil driven. I, you know, that's my, I, that's curious, that's you know. it's it's a football or a business decision, as Searles touched on. You know, Ohio State didn't start Joe Burrow ever either, right? I mean, they they go with who they think's best. That was a quarterback room led by Ryan Day, and uh, was it Haskins that was in front of? Yeah, it was Haskins uh, that was in front of Joe. And uh, Joe got down to some sweet weapons on the bayou. I, I think this. I think he's a guy that had his year at Ohio State. Stephen, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate you t- uh, chiming in and, and listening in. I think he's he may have a better shot at winning the job somewhere else because Ohio State that may be that deep at quarterback. Well, on top of maybe they're kicking tires on portal well, people. Well, we spent some time talking with Searles about Cam Ward. Cam Ward has been thrown around on a lot of Ohio State. It's just discussion board. He's right he's awesome, but he's been thrown around in Ohio State circles as being a candidate. I mean, Ohio State, I think with the weapons that they had on offense, Harrison, Abuka, uh, Travion Henderson, you had guys. Oh, lines good. All over Defense it. is killer. I think they're looking for an upgrade at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kyle McCord is a bad quarterback for them, but look at the line of quarterbacks that they have had coming up to Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord's kind of the odd one out. I don't think Kyle McCord's a future top 10 draft pick. No. Yeah. And that, that, that's okay for what Nebraska would want at quarterback, potentially. I mean, look how good look, – look at Stroud this year. My God, he's good in the NFL. I mean, from Fields, Stroud, Haskins, 12-gauge, mm-hmm. all the way back to, to uh, Pryor. Yeah. I mean, you just have a long, long and line of Ohio and State first-round quarterback. To be NFL, Fields is in a tough spot. But good question from our friend Brennan. Is we're talking quarterbacks and tiers, and he asked a little bit earlier in the show, and we're just getting to it now. Theoretically speaking, Brennan in the Black Hills, if Nebraska lands a top quarterback prospect and he and has a successful season, we make a significant bowl and said quarterback opts to sit out. What would your response be? Well, <laughs> um. I think if you're in the playoff, that's pretty awful to opt out. If you're at some other bowl game, I get it. Take care of number one. But if you're playing for something of substance beyond a nine or ten win season, I mean, if you're in a, you know, it's going to expand to 12 next season, presumably your top three Big Ten teams. I don't think Nebraska is going to be in that position next year uh, to be a, to be a, a top three or four Big Ten team. That said, no, I, I think if he opts out, that would hurt in the moment, but you got to kind of respect the decision if he's, you know, a, a first day guy, Elijah, first or second day guy, a quarterback. Well, Schmitty, off the top of your head, who is the last Husker quarterback to throw a pass in an NFL game? 
if Nebraska finds a quarterback Ooh. in the portal that has good enough NFL options that they're going to sit out the bowl game. Kelly Stauffer, but he didn't go to Nebraska. <laughs> I think it was Bruce Matheson. It was. Mid-80s. Buffalo. I believe he was the last quarterback at Nebraska to throw a pass in a regular season NFL game. So you had Bruce Matheson, uh, Vince Ferragamo, and I am... There's no one else. Mm-hmm. I don't think Steve Taylor ever threw a pass in an NFL game. CFL. He killed it in the CFL. Did, but not in the NFL. No. Like, I'm just looking back to the years. If Nebraska finds a quarterback that's good enough to sit out of a bowl game because they have NFL prospects, that's an ultimate win for Nebraska. In the moment... Unless it, I mean, if you're playing for something of substance, you want them to go play and win that bowl. Well, game if you're playing it. of something in something of substance, likely they're not going to sit out. It's an ultimate sure. win for Nebraska if you have a quarterback that you know what you go seven and five next year and you're playing in a bowl game and your quarterback sits out because he's got NFL opportunities. That's an ultimate win. You made a damn bowl game. That's that's cool. You want to you want to finish the year off. That's right. such a, a, a hypothetical down the road. Exactly. Let's, let's worry about let's worry about who's playing quarterback, who's healthy at quarterback. And uh, we're almost over. We'll continue this discussion, 489-1240, with the quarterback portal tier. Some of the names we'll get you to in Nebraska's discussion with McCord from Ohio State. Some of the other folks Nebraska has been visiting. Hale Varsity continues. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Plenty of portal talk continues. Open phones the next 20 minutes. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Hale Varsity Radio uh, can watch the show on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Follow us with the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter handle at HVarsity Radio. Who's on the line? Dave. Dave, thanks for hanging. Go for it. Former Nebraska quarterbacks that threw passes in the NFL. Did you remember Dave Hum? Hummer, yes. Shoot, I um, talked to I think to, he might have been as successful as any of them. Yeah, Dave was he backed up in Oakland uh with Kenny, but yeah, I talked to, I, under, I was I was lucky enough to interview Dave Hum when I first started doing this. He was the best guy ever. Al Davis thought a lot of him. You know, right up till he died, I think he worked for the Raiders organization. Pre and post game, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, that was it. Hey, thanks. Are, Thank you. That was yep. an unintentional slip. But yeah, Hum, you're lefty. And I think Hum was a little before Matheson, I believe. Yes. But yep. he had a long career, so I guess mm-hmm. I don't know if he was the last or not. That's an interesting discussion point, but it is funny that we have to go back to the late 70s, early 80s. Well, T.O. was chucking the football before he switched to the option in the 70s. But it's just funny how long you have to go back to get to a guy who threw a pass in an NFL game. Like, you know how few colleges there are? In the country, freaking C.J. Beathard was throwing passes last night. Yeah, I needed I needed uh, Goldilocks in for about five more fantasy points. Uh, another comment, sound this out for me. I, I can't, but the handle is what? Jerick? Jer- Jericho Reed. Jericho Reed, thank you. Again, readers, that's what I'm getting from Santa this year what so I can read. From me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to get me some Coke bottle glasses. Now you can see. You can also burn ants with them. All right. Um, I've been curious. At best, when, it's, when it comes to the coaching staff and the media talking up a guy, this last debacle with Sims killed any and all credibility to either when it comes to the players. Yeah, I think a lot of us went in and said, okay, this is what Coach is saying. Coach has got a pretty good track record of winning football games. If he re- and yeah, if he really likes this guy, 
uh, could be good. And, what and the you, hell and, else is Rule supposed to say, though? No, I, exactly. Hey, we, we just like think he's all right. I don't know if how good he's going to well, be. Well, there, there, like, there was some worry about all the Georgia Tech, but it was, eh, Georgia Tech's got nothing around him. Well, is Rule supposed to get there and say, yeah, the worry was pretty well-founded in Jeff Sims. We're pretty concerned with what we have him this well, year. Well, no. here's, my, here's my thing. If you're fumbling and throwing picks, and we don't know that he was or wasn't, because we weren't at spring football and we weren't at fall camp, but if you're throwing picks and fumbling the football during practice and it's supposed to go away magically during the game, that's a problem, <laughs> okay? And uh, time will tell if Nebraska can get it right at quarterback with what they're developing on campus or what they're kicking tires on. Let's go to the portal tiers. And Elijah, we, we've spent some time on McCord. We know that Sam Levitt is on Nebraska's radar. And uh, we're going to talk to... Uh, our dear friend Doug Ebling, uh, Mr. Ebling, Jack, excuse me, Jack Ebling. He's such a dear friend. I jacked his first name, Jack Ebling. Uh, Jack will be with us Friday, getting ready for Nebraska, Michigan State hoops. But also, we'll get the four one one on Sam Levitt from from Jack later on in the week. Blake Shapin from Waco. There's familiarity there. There's something that Rule liked, and he ended up at Baylor. So yeah, there's some familiarity. But the the push has got to when push comes to shove, though this this quarterback that comes in from the portal needs to be somebody that, that flat out outduels Chubba Purdy in Harburg for the job. I can't stress and emphasize that enough. And I want to see more Chubba Purdy right now with some of his talents and some of his tools and, and see more offense around him. He, he's got to get better. And again, Searles pointed this out from a read standpoint, first, second, third progression. But if he can... If we can see a guy get time, develop, and get better, good. I mean, wh- let's let's talk attainability. We got a whole list of quarterbacks, right? DJ Ugalele, uh, Grayson McCall. You like him? I like McCall. He's another question with attainability, though, because he's a Coastal Carolina Tim Beck guy. Uh, you've got Dylan Gabriel out, uh, Riley Leonard out, Will Howard probably out, Dante Moore probably out. Kyle McCord, Tyler Shaw, Aiden Childs, Tyler Van Dyke, not interested. Will Rogers, uh, you've got Hauser, uh, Noah Kim. I mean, you've got the world running from, from Michigan State. Um, what's funny, I was looking at some Sam Levitt stuff, Elijah, and Sam Levitt was the number one quarterback in the state of Oregon. Neither in-state school offered the kid. He's still pissed about it. Didn't really give Jonathan Smith, allegedly, the time of day when he got to Michigan State and bolted. So the word on Levitt is there's talent, but is is Sam Levitt in love with Sam Levitt? <laughs> you got to have a little cockiness to you. I get it, is, is quarterback. But who's the name there you think Nebraska can get? They're visiting. They're at least getting, hey, yeses. We'll go out. We'll talk. We'll sit down. We'll gauge each other's interest. Tell me what you're all about, your vision, and why the offense won't be 18 points a game if I come play for you. And tell me why we should want you to come in and challenge a guy like Chubba Purdy for the job. I mean, it's a two-way street. What what first date and what past attempted relationship does this remind you of? <laughs> can, can you match quarterback with Elijah's Choices. There will be no names named no today, name. Schmitty. There will be no names named today. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> was there a Sims on the list? <laughs> Someone that boiled your rabbit? Yeah. Someone I thought was great and halfway through the first date, I go, ooh. <laughs> a lot of red flags here, huh? That's right. <laughs> I just texting me at midnight. It says help. Help in all caps. <laughs> Pretend I have a family emergency. You're my dad calling me, please. Elijah, your dog needs to go out. Dad's on the phone. I got to bail. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, left turn there. That was funny. Okay, but quarterback attainability. You see that list? We've just rattled off 100 quarterbacks because there's 100 more daily going into the portal. I'm intrigued by McCord. I'm intrigued by Levitt. Here's what I believe. You can bring them in. They get beat out. They're gone. They're not going to stick around for you. That's, that's why they're leaving, presumably, to play and play better. And it's either... I need to get my game film up to up to speed so the NFL goes, oh, wow, you're really good, or that we see something in you, or it's straight up an NIL payday. It's a business decision. Those are your A or your Bs, right? It's A or B the choice while you're going into the portal. To make money or to go get groomed and be better and go win. And can Nebraska make the right choice while having some depth? Having some depth. And, and let, and quite honestly, get Kalen in here and get him comfortable and get him acclimated and let him just grow and groom. And you're, you're, you're going you're, you're gonna, to you're gonna get better by playing, yes, but you don't want to blow somebody up too soon by throwing him in too early. Well, how many guys do you want in the quarterback competition? I think is a question that I need we're going to have to on. I need three. I think you have one in Chubba. I think you probably bring in a, a younger developmental guy to compete with Kalen, whichever cream rises to the top, to the, to the top becomes mm-hmm. the third guy in that conversation. You bring one guy in to be, be the presumptive starter. Okay. I think that's what you got. And could McCord be that guy? Maybe. I think there's a reason why his name's floating out there today. Sure. I, I will say that. 